Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Maddie Miles podcast. I'm your host, Maddie Miles. This podcast is created for both females and males who are looking to optimize their health through an integrative approach to overall wellness. Today, we have such a cool episode where I am chatting with Carly Brown about liver support and detoxification and how it relates to hormonal balance. Now, let's get to it. Alrighty, I am super excited for today's episode where we'll be talking about liver support and detoxification and how it relates to hormonal health. Um, and I, today I have Carly here with me. Carly, do you want to introduce yourself really quickly before we get into what exactly we'll be talking about? Yes, yes. Well, thanks for having me, Maddie. Joy to be here. I am, my name is Carly. I'm a holistic health coach and I'm also the founder of a raw cold press juice company here in Austin called Alchemy Juice. It's delicious. Thank you so much. Um, really, my current story of is one of deep healing. I've been healing thyroid cancer cancer naturally over the past year and a half, which really, really led me into deep detoxification and cellular health, healing cellularly from the inside out. So, you know, you and I met, we started talking about detoxification, which led us into coffee enemas and and now here we are today to chat about all things detox and liver health. Yes. And I feel like I was getting so many signs from the universe to number one, try coffee enema. And then to like after I actually did it and experienced it myself and experienced the benefits, I was like, okay, I need to get Carly on to talk about this um, since you are an expert in it. And like, I'm just, you know, one of the doers. Um, but yeah, I was getting so many signs because we talked about it when we saw each other and you know, a couple of days beforehand, I saw another girl or I met another girl who also like specializes in coffee enemas. And before then, I literally went my entire life never hearing about this. And then I learned about it in school after talking to both of you guys about it. And I was like, okay, hold up. And in school, we were learning about, um, we we're just diving deeper into, you know, Ayurvedic medicine and Panchakarma, which um, Panchakarma, it just means um, five therapies to purify the body from like toxic... Um, from toxic materials. And so one of those five is the herbal enemas, coffee enemas. And so that's why, uh, you know, I want to talk about it. I mean, there are some other therapies in there like self-massage. Um, there's the sauna, lymph massage, which you can do through dry brushing, which I do every single morning, the herbal enema, and then nasal irrigation, which I, that's the only one I haven't done yet. Um, have you done like a nettle, are I they have. called like nettle pots? Nettle pots. Yeah. yeah. I actually did one in India. You did? I stayed at a yoga ashram there and that was the first time that they, they taught us about that as a purification method. And it's, re so. but it's really good if you have cold, flus, sinus, anything going yeah. on. I mean, they're, they're our powerful tool. Okay. So that's, that's the next one I'll try. Next one up but for you. <laughs> <laughs> I do everything else. Um, but you know, I really enjoyed the coffee enema and you know, it's, it directly supports our liver because, you know, I had to do like a little bit of research into it myself because I was like, I just putting coffee up my butt. Like, what is, like, what is this going to do to me in the long term? Um, but no, I mean, it re it specifically targets the liver. So for all of our listeners, um, coffee enemas and Carly, I want you to even go like deeper into this. But my understanding of it is that they target the liver specifically to help cleanse and support them. Um, and I preach all over my page, like liver love, liver health is super essential. Um, you know, our liver has a crucial job. Well, our liver has like over 499 um, functions, which is 
insane, but a main one is to take hormones out of our blood and remove them through our bo- remove them through our digestive tract and out of our bodies, um, which is super important considering that we experience or we encounter over a hundred thousand toxic chemicals on a daily basis. And so our liver and everything like they know our body knows how to detox, but sometimes it just needs a little bit of support. And so coffee enemas, let's get into it. Can you just explain to us how coffee enemas, like how you set it up, what it does for our liver, what benefits someone may experience from it, um, other than balanced hormones and everything that comes with balanced hormones, like reduced PMS symptoms. Um, But yeah, I'll let you take it over. Sure. So, I mean, I didn't set out to be an expert on expert on coffee enemas. That wasn't something that I was looking to do. You weren't born. <laughs> no, I mean, I didn't go to a school program or anything like that. Um, I I actually, when I was first diagnosed and decided to go about my healing completely naturally, I went to a holistic cancer clinic in Florida. So I spent nine weeks at a clinic in Tampa. And that was the first time that I actually had heard about coffee enemas. So I arrived there and we did every, we spent about two to three hours a day doing IVs, vitamin C, chelation, glutathione, stuff like that to support our immune system. Then we would do... Wait, can we just backtrack? Yeah. Okay, so when were you diagnosed and did you try like conventional medicine or did you right away, right away were you like, I want to um, try the natural route? How did that... Yeah, so I was diagnosed with papillary thyroid cancer November 2019. I've been a health coach for a decade. I understand that the body is designed to be a self-healing mechanism. So... The what the doctor wanted me to do was to have surgery to open up the entire left side of my neck, take out all of the lymph nodes from all the way underneath my ear to do radioactive iodine therapy and be on hormone replacements for the rest of my life. And as a 35 year old considered myself healthy woman, that wasn't something that I was willing to jump into. Mm -hmm. So I pretty much put the brakes on that pretty quickly and said, if that's the worst, if worst case scenario, I need to do that, I will. But I also understand that there are other ways to heal out there. Mm-hmm. So I started driving all around Austin, just from going from appointment to appointment. I learned pretty quickly about oxygen therapy and started doing hyperbaric oxygen uh, chambers. I was getting vitamin C IVs, but it was Austin, Texas traffic. So I was sitting in like three to four hours of traffic going north, south, east, west, seeing all of these different practitioners. And I thought, you know, I really need all of this in one place. Yeah. And so it was that point that my mom had had a friend who had just gotten back from this cancer clinic. She went for eight weeks and walked out breast cancer free. Wow. And it comes with quite a hefty press price tag. But when you are given the word cancer, you're pretty much willing to do whatever I'm it sure. takes. Yes. And so I found a way to make it down there. And and so it was, you know, surgery. I've never been anti-surgery, but I've always been pro-education, research, and mm-hmm. uh, trying things my way first, you know? And, and we're I over a year that. and a half in, and I've had incredible results. I still have my thyroid, so. That's incredible. And and so we got, I got to that clinic in Tampa, and um, he told me about coffee enemas. He said, I want you doing three coffee enemas a week. That was in addition to, I went there five days a week for mm-hmm. those eight weeks. Um, I did a... a 
colonic once a week. We did infrared sauna. I did therapy, all different types of healing modalities. This sounds incredible, honestly. Yeah. I kind of just want to go myself. <laughs> People always say Do you that. have to have cancer to go? No. Well, I actually, <laughs> that one, I actually don't re recommend anymore. It was oh, called okay. Utopia Wellness. I didn't love the doctor there. Okay. I now go to a different clinic in Mexico called Hope for Cancer that I oh. highly recommend. And you can go to that one if you don't have cancer. Okay. Yeah. Cool. So we'll go sometime. <laughs> <laughs> what is it called again? It's called Hope for Cancer. Hope for Cancer. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. And okay. it's an integrative, it's an integrative cancer clinic. They do give chemotherapy, low dose chemotherapy if they feel like their patients need that. Um, but they, they lead with the spiritual, the emotional, boosting the immune system and looking at cancer as a disease process, yeah. you know, going to the root. Same with hormone imbalance. You know, hormone right. imbalance is not the problem. It's the symptom of something else going exactly. on in the body. So mm -hmm. that's the same thing for cancer too. Yes. Um, and I so, love that you mentioned that. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I get to the clinic. He says he wants us to do three coffee enemas a week. I'm like, I'm sorry. You want me to put what, where, and do what with coffee? <laughs> like, My reaction a yeah. couple of weeks ago, like what? I think I think everyone like I talk about coffee enemas very openly on my Instagram page. Now I show myself doing coffee enemas because yeah. I do them daily. Mm -hmm. I I don't recommend that everyone does them daily. That's prescribed to me from I my doctor. I was going to ask that. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm healing cancer. Right. Um. So you know, one to three times a week is probably good for most people, but. It, Either way, you want to be working with a practitioner mm -hmm. who could recommend why. Like, why right. why do you want to do them one time a week versus three times a week versus daily? Yes. And essentially, at the very, the, the base of it is that you boil coffee. So you want to use a light roast coffee because light roast coffee is higher in palmitic acid. Okay. And palmitic acid is what um, stimulates the detoxification of the liver. So people say, first and foremost, okay, Carly, I've got like a cup of Starbucks. Can I use that? I, I think I said that to <laughs> <Did> you. <laughs> I was like, can I go get some cold brew from Starbucks? And you're I, like, I wouldn't no. do that. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not do that. So um, most people, I guess, I guess we go to dark roast because we're used to drinking dark roast. Mm -hmm. um, but you want to do a light roast coffee and you definitely 100% want it to be organic. Okay. Um, so there are actually like coffee enema coffees. I gave you a link to one. It's called S.A. Yes. Wilson's mm -hmm. and you can get that through Amazon. Um, or there's also a company called Pure Life Enema. I think the URL is maybe purelife.com or purelifeenema.com. We can confirm that. Mm -hmm. um, and through them, you can buy... Uh, coffee enema kits and you can also buy coffee uh, coffee from them so you get the bucket the tubing and the coffee through them or you can buy it on Amazon you know a cough the entire kit with the coffee should be about you know, $25 in total it's not very expensive yeah and so you brew your coffee, your light roast coffee, and I can, if you want, I can walk you through the whole process, but you let yeah, it. Yeah, do you mind just doing that just because yeah. like, I think a lot of my viewers, like, they'll just want to, they'll want to know. Okay. And not have to go somewhere else to, like, look deeper into it. Yeah. Cool. And I also. Give us the rundown. I have a highlight on my Instagram. My mm -hmm. Instagram's Carly Loves Kale, yes. and it says coffee enema. You can click it, and I, like, show yes. you, show me doing one. <laughs> oh, I saw them. Oh, <laughs> I was, like, so grateful for it. I was, like, I need a step-by-step. -step. We'll tag your Instagram in the show notes. Cool. Okay, so you're going to start with two cups of water. You put two cups of water into a pot on the stovetop. I do two tablespoons of coffee. Okay. Your listeners might want to 
start a little bit lower. They might want to start with two teaspoons or just one one tablespoon um, and then work their way up. But in, in general, two tablespoons is a good ratio of coffee. So boil your water, put your two tablespoons in of coffee and let it boil for 12 minutes. After the 12 minute mark, you turn the heat off and just let it cool for 10 minutes. You have to think you don't want to insert boiling coffee right. into your colon. <laughs> I'm so, just picturing that. Yeah, yeah. that's a bad idea. <laughs> so you want to let it cool. So I usually just boil for 12 minutes and then I set my timer 10 minutes and I let it come down. Okay. At that point, you have a mixture of water and coffee grounds in your pot and you want to strain it. I strain it into a glass mason jar. Ideally, you want to be using glass throughout this entire process. Okay. Why? Because of the chemicals in plastic that also get released when things are hot. So right. if you put hot food into a plastic Tupperware, that plastic is going to break down. Those are xenoestrogens. The mm -hmm. estrogens congest the liver. You have hormone imbalance. Now you need to bring in detoxification. Yes. So if we can just take plastic out of all areas of our life, that is 100% ideal. Yes. We're talking about, um, you know, plastic Tupperware, not using plastic water bottles. You want to use, I, I use a glass mason jar. I have a 32 ounce mason jar right here mm -hmm. I'm drinking out of. And I'm drinking out of your, your juices come in glass jars and I drink my water out of them. Yeah, well. I love yeah. it. <laughs> Representing alchemy. Yes. Um, and so you, I just pour that mixture through a strainer into a glass mason jar, a 32 ounce mason jar. Mm -hmm. Now you only have two cups of water in there right now. So that's 16 ounces of water. Mm -hmm. Now you add cold water or room temperature water distilled water. I use my Berkey water filter. You don't want to be Berkey. using. Yeah, the Berkey is <laughs> great. I, for water, I can recommend the Berkey. I can recommend um, Mountain Valley Spring Water. They do door-to-door -door delivery, you know, mm -hmm. so you can yeah. get their water delivered to your house. You don't want to be using tap water for any part of this process. Right. Yes. And I then, think that's very important to note too. And I want to do a whole episode on just water and like where you should be getting your water from and why you shouldn't be drinking tap water. But yeah, it's definitely a good idea to not put the mix that and then put it into your yeah as a detoxification and, yeah, agent. <laughs> detoxify you with your neighbor's pharmaceuticals. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. So you, you have your two cups of mixture, you add two more cups of room temperature distilled water, and you're ready to go at that point. At that point, your coffee is ready to go. Okay. Now, one question I get a lot is, oh my gosh, that sounds like a lot of work to do every day. It's really not. Yeah. I mean, people make their morning coffee every day, but for some reason this I don't know, but you can make it in bulk. So you can make three days oh, okay. at a time of your concentrate. Mm -hmm. You can store it in your fridge in a mason jar. And I, I only say three days at a time. You don't really want to push it longer than that. But three days of a t at a time of concentrate, that way you just can warm up a little hot water, add it to your concentrate now, and you're good to go. Does that mean three consecutive days or like, could you make it for the week if you, mm. let's say you want to do like a Wednesday and a Saturday or something like that. Could you make it batch it on no, Monday? No, I okay. wouldn't. I wouldn't. I guess I, since I'm do, I do them every day, oh, I'm thinking yeah. three consecutive days, but okay. I would say they're good for three days. Gotcha. So you wouldn't okay. want to make it on Monday and use it. So Saturday. for that person who's maybe just doing it like once a month or something like that, they should just make it yeah. fresh. Okay. Just make it fresh. If you're doing it once a week, just make it fresh each time. Okay. I promise it's not that long. You're 12 minute boil, 10 minute cool down. Okay. You're ready yeah. to go. I mean, it's really, I also was one of those people who was like, this seems like so much work. <laughs> like you told me to go over your story highlight too. And I went and there were so many stories. I was like, I'm not going to do this. Let's do that. <laughs> I like just absolutely no. And I was like, okay. Like I did it like the first time. I was like, it wasn't that bad. I also don't 
drink coffee so I don't like know I don't go through that process every morning of like making a cup of coffee so it was kind of like a lot for me but like now I'm like a pro at it I feel like (laughs) so for someone who doesn't drink coffee did you feel the effects of the caffeine when you did a coffee enema no I wasn't like energetic Mm -hmm. no is that a common yeah really yeah well because some people are really sensitive to caffeine and to coffee and they say oh I can't do a coffee enema but it gets it's absorbed by the body in a different way and so it doesn't you don't have that jittery caffeine feel so so interesting because Mm -hmm. I am incredibly sensitive to caffeine like even green tea is like I can maybe have max one cup of that Mm -hmm. that's green tea Um, black tea is like out of the question like that will make me (laughs) jump off the walls so that's really interesting that I didn't experience that yeah and people say well what's the best time of day to do a coffee enema Mm -hmm. you know they're worried that they can't do it at night because of the caffeine i that's not really the case sometimes i do them at 6 a.m sometimes i do them at 9 Uh p.m what i would recommend is if someone does want to try doing them at night do a smaller amount just make sure that you're you know all of our bodies are different we're all have different chemical compositions right so even though you and i don't feel the caffeine maybe someone else might so we don't want them calling us at three in the morning like what you guys do tell me to do it right like just to be safe just do it in the morning yeah just in case or, yeah or do it at night but just use a smaller amount do one teaspoon and then if you don't feel it then you can go up to your normal two tablespoon amount okay um so yeah so now you have your coffee mixture and then you just pour it into an enema bucket so that's again something you can find through pure life enema you can find it on amazon i just bought uh, one from Australia from the reverse coffee company because it's glass. Um, but I do believe that pure life enema actually has glass buckets. So maybe we could link to that for people. Um, and, and then you just pour your concentrate into your bucket. There's a long tube. And then at the bottom of the tube, there's a really, there's a rubber catheter. So you're inserting a rubber catheter into your colon. So is rubber. Okay. I know like, I know the lowdown on plastics and Mm -hmm. there are no, no, but what about rubber? Yeah. No, there's no problem with those, that. Those are okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In general, like with food as well, because I have a lot of like food storage bags that are rubber, reusable. I, I not, don't heat food up in it. Yeah. No, as as far as I know, that okay. seems fine. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I don't. I haven't come across any research, and and I've come across a lot of things that says yeah. that that's a no no. So okay. Um. And so you do. If you're just starting, you can start with inserting the catheter for for inches, not centimeters, four centimeters into your colon. But over time, you actually want to insert 12 inches into your colon. So what I do is I apply a bit of coconut oil to my bum and I apply coconut oil to the catheter. I insert it. I open up and let the water flow into the colon. Mm -hmm. Now you might feel some cramping or some discomfort and I just recommend that you breathe through it. It will pass. The entire bloodstream filters through the liver every three minutes. So if you're holding the coffee enema for 12 to 15 minutes, which is recommended, you're purifying the blood system four to five times over that. So it is extremely powerful for detoxification to cleansing the blood, um, to releasing congestion in the liver. Um, It's one of the most valuable things that we can do on a healing journey. I, like I mentioned several times, already lived a very, very healthy lifestyle. Mm -hmm. How does someone like me who's eating organic, does yoga, goes, you know, I do all the right things for my body. How do I end up with cancer? And I kind of realized I was putting all the good things in and I wasn't taking out the trash. Right. You know, detoxification never became a major part of my lifestyle until it was forced upon me, until I had to be. And so now every human that I talk to, people all the time, Carly, what can I do for prevention? What or 
what do I do to live a healthy lifestyle? I'm like, we have to focus on detoxification because totally. like you said, we come into chemicals and come into contact with thousands and thousands mm -hmm. of chemicals every day. every day. It's not a problem that our world is not pristine, right? It's the day and age we live in. It's, it is what it is. We, right. we, we get the gift of being humans. What an incredible blessing. And the, the world is just not a very clean place to be, but yeah. we have, we can bring in the tools needed to keep our vessels clean. Mm -hmm. And I find that really exciting that we can pull in, you know, eating well, drinking enough water, getting sleep, stress relief, detoxification, infrared sauna, colon hydrotherapy, coffee enemas to keep our vessel clean. Like yeah. that, that's, that's what, that's what lights me up. I get really excited when I can I'm tell. like, we, I love can, it. we can empower ourselves to be well. Yeah. You know? It's incredible. And you know, coffee enemas too, like are, they don't cost a lot. Whereas, you know, saunas to like be a member at a gym or a wellness clinic that has an infrared sauna, a lot of these other things, it does cost a lot of money, but the, you know, the perk to coffee enemas are it's super easy and you can do it at your house too. Mm -hmm. And so I, I did have a question that came up and I was writing it down because um, I didn't want to forget. But so what is the difference? I know, but I want you to tell our listeners mm -hmm. between a colonic, just a regular one and um, the coffee enema. Cool. Okay. My mom is actually a colon hydrotherapist, so I know a lot about colonics. <laughs> she had me doing colonics like in the height of my binge drinking college years. And that wasn't fun because I was quite toxic. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. We all had, the, not, I guess not all of us, but I had that. Time. Th those years. <laughs> yes, yeah. those years. Okay. No shame there. Um, so a colon, a colonic is something that you go and work with a therapist on. So you, it's like a, you know, you go see someone for a massage. There's the massage therapist. There's a colon hydrotherapist. You make an appointment, you go to their office. The colonic is actually used for colon cleansing. Most all of us have nearly seven pounds of toxicity caked onto our colon walls. I did not know that. Seven pounds? Seven pounds of toxicity. <gasps> oh my goodness. And <laughs> we could wow. all benefit from doing some deep colon cleansing cleansing. Yeah. It's good for our health. It's good for our digestion. It reduces inflammation, but it's also really good for your mood. You know, when you start thinking yeah. about gut health, there's twice the amount of messages going from the gut to the brain than there is for the than there is from the brain to the gut. Totally. So you're talking about mood of just feeling overall happiness and joy. I mean, all of that is affected by your gut and your colon health. So mm -hmm. when you think about taking out that toxicity, there's a lightness physically, energetically, spiritually. Yeah. So that's that's, that's what colon hydrotherapy really is. It is colon, deep colon cleansing. I recommend that people do a series of six once or twice a year. Yep. The first one is really just to get in, to get things moving. The second one, you start seeing some movement. And usually by the third or fourth one, you are you are dumping some mm -hmm. things that you, you really need to get rid of. Uh, also, 70% of humans today have parasites. So colonics are a really good way to get in there and start cleaning out parasites along with toxins and just old matter that, that doesn't serve you. Because mm -hmm. um, it can be like years and years built. Like we could mm -hmm. have stuff from when we're like children yeah. still backed up in there. Because again, we're not taught in school or anywhere how to detox our body. You know, and I feel like a lot the diet culture has totally taken that term and just given it a negative connotation where it's like, <clears throat> I'm detoxing because I'm, you know, going to Mexico for spring break and I want to lose some weight. And it's yeah. like detoxing your body at its core. It's not about losing weight. I mean, if that happens, that's not it's not like 
the sole purpose of detoxing. You know, detoxing your body is just getting out all of those heavy metals and chemicals and environmental toxins that have been like just pushed in and uh, they're just locked in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I actually, after all of my learnings from going to two different uh, holistic cancer clinics and all of the detox work I did, I created a program called the Daily Detox. Mm -hmm. And it's exactly this, that like a detox is not some quick fix beauty thing. I mean, if people want to use it that way, have at it, but that's not my approach to it. It's that every single day we are coming into contact with toxins and chemicals, which means every single day we should be inviting practices to detox our bodies Mm -hmm. consistently. And it doesn't have to be expensive. I mean, you don't have an infrared sauna. You can do a detox bath, one cup of Epsom salt, one cup of baking soda, Mm -hmm. put the water on as hot as you can to, you know, where it's still comfortable and let yourself sweat. You want to be sweating every single day, you know, in the middle of summer, forget a sauna, just go for a walk outside. Especially in Austin, (laughs) Texas, and it's 105 degrees. Yeah, just walk outside. So it's like every day for our longevity, for our health, for hormonal balance, for Mm -hmm. um, just vitality, we want to be detoxing every Mm -hmm. single day in some capacity and, you know, eating whole foods, drinking the right water. All, you know, all the Making things sure to get all, yeah, the micronutrients as well needed for phases one and two of liver detoxification. Yes. Yes. Um, so that's the difference. It's at its core. The colonics are for your colon. And coffee. And you're right. I didn't finish that. Coffee. Is oh, so I interrupted you. <laughs> <No>. So <laughs> coffee enemas are for the liver. Okay. For liver cleansing and detoxification. They still do some colon cleansing. But really, if you're looking at the reason, you could you want to pair them side by side. Deep colon cleansing with the colonics liver detoxification via coffee enemas. Okay. And so why would one only need to do the, the colon, the colonic um, two times a year versus the coffee enema could be done weekly? Because the colonic just goes so much deeper. Okay. We don't want to be, we don't want to be consistently deeply cleansing our right. colon. You know, because we want to that keep... could mess actually with like the good bacteria. Yeah, gut, right. Exactly. Okay. And you want it when you do a colonic, you want to, you know, always be taking a probiotic when you're doing a colonic. I recommend taking a probiotic all the way, all the time anyway. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, but it's just not necessary to be deeply ca- cleansing the colon. But the, co- like I mentioned, we're coming into contact with these toxins every single day so it makes sense that we could be equally inviting and detoxification practices every day but but i've been doing a a coffee enema every day for a year someone might be doing it once a week for a year you see what you need it depends what your lifestyle is and how how clean you are yes already This podcast is sponsored by MSW Nutrition, one of my favorite supplement brands. All of their supplements come from FDA-approved labs and are third-party tested for purity. My favorite supplements are their Liver Love and their Chill. You can use my code MM15 to save 15% on your order. So I was just, I mean, I want to ask you like what you, if like you're open to talking about it, um... I'm open to talking about all things. Okay. That's what I always (laughs) say too. (laughs) Um, But in terms of like your cancer, like where are you at now? And how do you think like the, um, the coffee animals have helped you? Mm -hmm. Okay. So right now I am, I get my labs drawn every single month. Mm -hmm. And right now my labs are all completely perfect. Like perfect. (laughs) I have absolutely no inflammation in my body. Um, I, all of my cancer marker numbers are in the normal range. 
I, my naturopathic doctor, I worked with a medical doctor and a naturopathic doctor team. And she said that if my labs continue to, for the next six months, if my labs continue to show up the way they are right now, we can call me no evidence of disease. Oh my goodness. So congratulations. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. That's incredible. So I do about two to three hours of therapy every single day of my life. So my morning routine is pretty much that I get up. The first thing I do is put my feet on the ground and I say gratitude, a moment mm -hmm. of gratitude. I thank God that I'm here. I think that every day that we get to open our eyes and be a human being here is, is the greatest blessing. I also have a two-year-old son. And so, you know, when I was first diagnosed, the fear of thinking that I wouldn't get to be around from him is something that really changes your perspective on life. I'm so sure. first thing every day, feet on the floor. Thank you, God, for another day that I get mm -hmm. to see my baby grow, that I get the opportunity to heal myself, build businesses that I believe in, connect with incredible people like you. Mm -hmm. What a gift. Mm -hmm. Then I go outside and into the, my kitchen and I drink 32 ounces of water. So hydration first and foremost every day. I think if people drink coffee, that's I'm fine. I'm not against people drinking coffee, but I think that we should hydrate first and foremost. Hydrate and eat food. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm into that. <laughs> I like that. Hydrate and eat food before we have our coffee. Yes. Um, so I drink my water and I start making my coffee enema first thing in the morning. That's the first thing that I do. After my coffee enema, I do oxygen therapy. So cancer cannot live in an oxygenated environment. So I have an ozone machine where after I insert coffee into my colon, I then put a tube of oxygen up there and oxygenate my body mm -hmm. via ozone therapy. Cool. Um, I do a, an infrared sauna every day, jump on the rebounder for lymphatic cleansing. Oh, I love that. Mm -hmm. Yes. The, the lymphatic system <laughs> is the sewage system of the body. It so, literally is. Yeah, yes. Need to be... The sewage system, it gets out all those nasty hormones and toxins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I dry brush every single morning right when I wake up there because like my lymph nodes have just been laying stagnant for the last eight to nine hours hours because mm -hmm. everyone should be sleeping at least seven hours but preferably eight to nine um so i i get up and i just dry brush right away and i just feel like all of like the juices like i just get like the chills yeah it feels good <laughs> it get feels movement. so good movement yeah walk my dog mm -hmm. so so important so important for our overall health and so you know i think that the coffee enemas how have they related to my journey i it's reduced inflammation in my mm -hmm. body you know i believe that would I say it's the coffee enemas alone that have contributed to my healing? No, I wouldn't say that. But I say I would say that they've been a really, really powerful part of of my healing. And I think that everything works synergistically. If someone came to you and said, how do I balance my hormones? I doubt that you would say you can do this one thing and that will fix you. Of course not. Yeah. It's always a holistic yeah. approach. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's the synergy of all everything working together. Um, and I think, you know, the funny thing too, is that people, the same things that I'm doing to heal cancer, it's, it's the same things that we can do to heal anything that's going on in our body, mm -hmm. movement, rest, sleep, stress relief, proper nutrition, detoxification like whether really at this point if anyone came to URI with e any ailment we could probably give them the same approach right <laughs> drink enough water <laughs> eat whole foods detox, detox your, body. your body yes exactly and so I, I'm like so guys you know I uh, healed the cancer diagnosis and you know what I learned um, get enough sleep, eat real foods and, uh, manage your stress levels. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness. Managing your stress too. talk about a whole nother, like series of episodes that I need to do on stress. Um, wow. Well, that's incredible. I mean, I, I don't think I have any more questions. You are 
absolutely amazing <laughs> and like we're such a great um guest Paulo, do you have any questions for us um it was pretty complete you've been quiet over there i know well, was, everything <laughs> was pretty complete and any questions that i had you were like on it as well too but i do want to say um, the liver is the most important like detox organ i always mm. like to mention how the liver is remarkable because it's the only thing you can cut in half mm. and it'll grow back mm. um I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that either. So, like, from an evolutionary standpoint, any other organ or anything else that gets cut off doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. So, like, you would think if if it wasn't the case, then we wouldn't have evolved to this case. Mm -hmm. So, it's that important, right? But with the coffee stuff, it's really interesting because, like, we know... I drink a lot of coffee, and I love coffee. Um, that it, it does help the liver, but it also stimulates so many other aspects of your body, right? Like you get super hyper, or you get like you know jittery. I mean, and it like, increases cortisol, and, and and there's all these other things. So you would imagine from the from the doing a coffee enema that is like, well, you're directly benefiting the, the liver because it's closer. We're doing it that way, mm-hmm. but you're not getting all those extra side effects of like the jittery. I mean, you're you're a testament to that. Like you're like, I know yeah. that when you've had had caffeine because we gave you boost one time and has a little bit of caffeine, you were like <laughs> bouncing <laughs> off the walls. I, w- <laughs> I didn't sleep and that, that was, night, and that was like <laughs> off of like two sips, right? Or maybe not <laughs> yeah. even a whole drink. Um, I was so, so I was like concerned. <laughs> so, so I'm sure that that people still get that effect of like the, the caffeine thing, but it's probably not as much doing it that way because it's not going through your blood system and creating all these other um side effects first uh as opposed to like it's going straight to the liver mm-hmm. and the liver's already starting to detox what it doesn't need mm-hmm. and do the do the good things but i just wanted to mention that other than that it was great i mean it's perfect <laughs> i love i love talking to you guys yeah the other thing that i would want to note is that it is important to replace electrolytes after doing a coffee enema oh, good point um so you know people say can i eat before i know i recommend you know just some little details since we i walked you through how to do the coffee enema how to actually make it and do it mm-hmm. um after you insert the coffee into the colon you're going to want to hold it for about 12 to 15 minutes um you might not be able to do that in the beginning it might only be two minutes three minutes that you're able to hold it you'll start feeling some rumbling like you need to have a bowel movement you get up and you go on the toilet and then you'll have a release on the toilet. Um, Afterwards, you want to drink some coconut water or have a green juice or, you know, some water with minerals in it just to replace the electrolytes. And other than that, you just go about your your day as normal. Um, So, you know, that's just a couple tips. And and then one other thing that I wanted to note on is that uh, glutathione is a master antioxidant Mm -hmm. that's produced by the liver naturally in our body. And coffee enemas stimulate the production of glutathione, this master antioxidant. I, like, I think I feel like we're missing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which is so helpful for for healing and overall health. So totally. you know, we we inject, we can take glutathione. Um, what are these IVs? IVs? I have a vitamin C in my arm, <laughs> <laughs> so we can do glutathione IVs. We can supplement with glutathione, or you can support your body to naturally produce glutathione right. via coffee enemas. So Always, it's, yeah, it's one of the, the other really incredible benefits of doing coffee enemas. Yeah, and I did want to note too that. You know, someone, it, it shouldn't be, and we did kind of touch on this. It should be a holistic approach, though. It shouldn't just be like, I'm going to, you know, eat super poorly and not move my body. And I'm going to say terrible things to myself. Like, I have this terrible, like, physical and emotional health. But then I'll do a coffee enema once mm. a week. It should be, like, a holistic approach to, like, you know, healing your body and detoxifying your body. Um, am, I, am I good now? Sorry. I always have the microphone, like, inching away from my face. Um <laughs> But, you know, to fix the gut and to fix the digestive system as well, because if you're doing one of the panchakarma detoxification um, 
practices, you know, if you don't have a good gut and digestive tract, then the toxins will just recirculate within your body Mm -hmm. instead of like being excreted. So that's, uh, something I definitely wanted to note too. And I had in my notes that I wanted to note not for weight loss, but we did already touch on that. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, hormonal, in terms of hormonal benefits, it cleans out excess hormones. It reduces inflammation, which can, you know, both of which can help with uh, bad PMS symptoms. And I did see something and I did, I tried to do a little bit more research into it, but um, they recommend, it's recommended to do it during your ovulation so i don't know Hmm. why exactly hopefully by the time this comes out i'll have some more information as to why it would be um recommended to do it during your ovulation phase but interesting i'm not sure about that i don't know i think how i when i like read that i was like because during your ovulation phase is when you have the most energy and it's probably like the most energy to do something like this Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like take the time to like yeah i don't don't know i um actually do coffee enemas when i'm on my cycle I, yeah, I, I mean, don't know what, what you said. You you do them like every single week, so yeah. clearly it's not like you can only do it during your ovul- yeah. ovulation cycle. But I was just thinking, well, maybe that's just because we have so much an abundance of energy during that uh, phase. Mm-hmm. Um, so may as well take on something like this that may be a little bit newer to you, and um, also to help like clear out the the es- excess estrogen is what I would imagine. Um, that comes from the first half of the cycle. Right, right. And I I think that if there's anyone who's listening who's interested in coffee enemas to learn more about it, I learned a lot from the coffee enemas have dated, they've been in medical journals from the 1800s. Like this is not a new trendy fad. Not new. Um, Not a fad. Yeah, not a fad. We're not a fan of the fads. Not new. (laughs) Um, It's been around for a very long time, but it was made more popular by Dr. Max Gerson in the 1950s, Mm who was, he has the Gerson therapy that it's essentially a food a food and natural healing protocol for cancer. So mm-hmm. if there's people who are interested in learning in coffee enemas as it specifically rates, relates to cancer or to healing, I would have them look up the Gerson therapy and, and the usage of coffee enemas yep. there. I see it right now yep. on Google Play for $10. Yeah, you can just buy the book. Mm-hmm. Ooh, this yeah. will be my next read. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to read like two books a month. So which you guys are like, that's not a lot. You guys that's are giving me a look no, of like, no, oh, you guys are looking like we do two a day. <laughs> oh, I wish I did two a yeah. day. I, I go for one a month, really, is what I get through yep. on Audible. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still can't get into the into the Audible books yet. I, cause I, I, fa- just, I'm I not, fall asleep when I read. I'm just sure. out. I'm out. <laughs> well, see, but that's part of my morning routine is like one of my things. Like I read a chapter of two different books mm-hmm. uh, and, I, and I like doing that because it's part of my like i just i don't know There's a, i like to wake up slowly hmm. morning Be, routines yeah. add that to the list of ideas for podcast, for podcast episodes yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a good one yeah. it is i'm adding it right now well yeah. i mean this has been such an awesome episode thank you so much for joining us and if anyone has any questions about coffee enemas um i mean i would just say refer to carly's page because she i mean is way more of an expert in this than i am myself but of course dm me as well if you have any questions i'll probably just refer you it over <laughs> to amazing carly and if you're in, you're in austin you should definitely try out her alchemy juice her fresh pressed juices do you want to talk so about much. that really quickly oh also al- sure. um alkaline stuff right that that's also an important factor is 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 disease can't live in an alkaline state as well yeah yeah disease can't live in an alkaline state and it can't live in an oxygenated environment so i do a lot of things to create an alkaline environment in my body every single day i I put baking soda in my water on an empty stomach to help shift Mm. into an alkaline state that's recommended from my naturopathic doctor 
again, always work with a practitioner to find what works well for you. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Uh, alkalinity and juicing and juicing creates an alkaline environment as well in the body. So in the beginning of my healing journey, and even to this day, I juice 64 ounces of juice a day. I like to think of juice as a nutrition IV. It doesn't have to go through the digestive tract. So it gets absorbed by the bloodstream in three to five minutes. And you put those that nutrition to use immediately. In every bottle of juice, there's two pounds of produce. So I'm drinking, you know, four of those a day. Even if you're drinking one of those a day, most of us don't eat two pounds of produce every single day. So it's a really good way to get the nutrition into your body to make it bioavailable as it Mm. it doesn't have to break down in the digestive tract. Right. Would be a great option for people suffering from like IBS or any type of digestive issue who can't, you know, digest because a lot of people get bloated after they eat vegetables. And again, that's not the vegetables fault. It's, you know, you need to heal your gut. Mm-hmm. But juices are great. Juices and even smoothies too. It's just easier to digest. But you're saying the juices just hit your bloodstream mm-hmm. right away. Wow. Yep. Yep. That's cool juice knowledge I didn't know. There you go. Little <laughs> I love learning new you. things. Yes. <laughs> and so I was doing the 64 ounces of juice every day. And there were a couple of days that I couldn't get to juicing. And I looked around Austin for 100% organic cold pressed juice in glass because mm-hmm. I wanted it in, in glass. glass. And I couldn't find it. And so my mom and my husband and I said, well, if if it's not here, there's definitely other people in this incredible city who are looking to food to heal their bodies. Mm-hmm. We launched it out of my kitchen at home. And within a few weeks, we were in a commercial kitchen space. We have a full-time team now and service all of Austin. We ship nationwide. We deliver down to Dripping Springs, all the way up north to Round Rock and Leander. Um, and we deliver right to your door. I, I actually made it a delivery model before COVID even hit because I didn't want people to have to go out and get it. I was like, mm-hmm. if you are willing to drink juice, I will make <laughs> it. I will juice it. I will drive it to your house. I will drop it at your I door. I love that. And, and I posted about it on my Instagram for anyone listening. I mean, I've had alchemy plenty of times and yeah. it's incredible. Thank you so I've much. I've had alchemy. I've done the coffee enemas. I've doing so much we're carly fans (laughs) we're carly fans (laughs) i'm fans of you guys as well so yeah that's that's alchemy juice my handle's at alchemy juice if you want to check it out or if you have any questions they can always ask me amazing yeah all right well thank you so much everyone for joining us today on another incredible episode of the maddie miles podcast until next time peace love hormones 